0: Welcome back to Dirty 30, the show where Lauren and I talk about just the facts and doing so in only 30 minutes. So join us tonight as we discuss the wonderful yet horrifyingly depressing 1993 cartoon movie, Once Upon a Forest. This week on the Dirty 30. The Brew Interviews, coast to coast, brews, faves, and more with
1: Lauren and Robbie. So how you been, Lauren? Well, Robbie uh in a world where the right wings get jk rowling and the left wings get nascar um i'm not really sure i'm not really sure how i'm doing anymore to be honest
0: i have no clue what the jk rowling has to do with anything i don't Oh, want to she assume.
1: came out speaking against uh trans trans people uh basically she thinks it's garbage
0: which is oh that was like that was like months and months ago she did, I don't remember her saying coming out against them. It was like, you can do whatever you want, but I have like one way. And you know what I mean? Like I have one train of thought and you can have your train of thought. She wasn't, I read the quote. It wasn't yeah, as bad as it made it out to like, be. She was basically
1: like, being trans is bad and I don't agree with it.
0: I don't remember that quote saying that at all, mm, to be honest with well. you. Well.
1: She maybe should have thought about her words. You goddamn Lesbos better. making up things. I I literally just got the worst case of deja vu right now. We've had this conversation, I feel like.
0: It is definitely I mean I call you horrible gay and all that stuff well, all the time. So I You're not know. wrong,
1: but I feel like this exact That's conversation we've had before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how are you, Robbie? How have you been?
0: Good. I'm sweating a lot. It's hot as shit. You know. It's way too fucking hot, and I'm sick of it. I left California for a reason, and this is what happens. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I get punished. I get punished.
1: Yes, you do, Robbie. You come back to New Hampshire, and it gets to be 90 fucking degrees outside.
0: Exactly. But luckily, I have a cooling, refreshing beverage in front of Ooh,
1: me. Ooh, what is it?
0: As I hope you do, too. As you all know, we usually drink liquor instead of beer on the Dirty 30. So this week, I made a cocktail, and one of my favorites. Lauren probably knows what it is already. Uh, yes. and it is a gin and tonic.
1: Mm-hmm. i
0: might have had it on the show before but it is the perfect summer cocktail if it's i don't think it's even a cocktail it's just a mixed drink in my opinion
1: yeah well i mean isn't a cocktail a mixed drink
0: i don't know i don't know if there's a like a separate definition
1: i'm pretty sure it's like the same thing
0: or like all cocktails are mixed drinks but not all mixed drinks are cocktails is it like that kind of thing
1: maybe maybe (laughs) it has to be like a certain elevation of fancy yeah yeah yeah. cocktail shaken in a certain way stirred in a certain way
0: uh my gin and tonic is beef eater gin lime flavor tonic water and then i Ugh. use fresh limes and that pre like squeezed lime juice i think cuz i love that super super limey taste yeah so. i like
1: really limey uh gin and tonics also oh it's got to
0: be that way and it's got to be like decent gin if it's shit gin it's hard to drink yeah it, you don't want to spend you know 70 dollars a bottle of gin that's too much for a gin and tonic cuz you're going to mix it anyway yeah right in the middle beefeaters tanqueray things like that perfect
1: mhm have you had the lime flavored tanqueray
0: rangpur lime
1: yeah it's it wicked so good. good. It
0: wasn't at the liquor store when we went. Really? Like, like, none. I don't remember seeing it at, like, regular Tanqueray.
1: Oh, that sucked. Steve yeah. left a handle of it in my freezer once. It was, like, the best thing that ever happened oh,
0: to me. it's the <laughs> best thing that ever happened to you. And she was well, married the, at before. The time,
1: well, at the time <laughs> in my life, it was the best thing that had ever happened to me. That's really And sad. I was married. So... <clears throat> Well, Robbie, I am also very hot and drinking a mixed beverage, but mine is more of a frozen cocktail, if you will. Uh, I blended together uh, frozen bananas, peanut butter, a spoonful of Nutella, a little bit of condensed sweetened milk, and 99 peanut butter. So there is 99 proof whiskey or... uh, It's liqueur. Yeah, liqueur. 99 proof peanut butter flavored liqueur yeah Mm -hmm. i mixed it way too thick so it's very hard to uh drink through a straw the 99 uh peanut butter is not great
0: no Uh, i can't imagine it's good
1: no (laughs) well i really like all the other 99s like because they're just it's just sugar it's just sugar and alcohol like if you drink that prepare to be hungover for at least four days yeah um so i I make peanut butter banana smoothies for breakfast all the time, so I just threw the whiskey in or uh, liquor in. <laughs> I, threw, I keep so calling you, it whiskey. <laughs> you could
0: you could have done the peanut butter whiskey
1: mm-hmm, from was mm-hmm. the
0: Screwball? I think makes it. It's got a sheep on it. I've heard that's pretty good. I haven't wasted the money on it yet because I want to buy a whole bottle of peanut butter flavored whiskey. But
1: yeah, if I could find like a nip of it, this was yeah. just a nip. I did not buy an entire bottle of ninety nine peanut butter. Peanut butter. <laughs> no, I but when I was down in Florida, I had never seen ninety nine peanut butter before, so I so I got that and i got the 99 watermelon because i fucking love 99 watermelon it tastes like a watermelon jolly rancher it's so good
0: sugar sugar (laughs) yeah but
1: i i don't drink i i I drank a lot of 99 bananas when i was in college yeah i uh i haven't cherries i've never had the cherries i used to get the 99 peaches a lot but uh uh you know who uh would black out and not remember anything the next day so we had to stop
0: Uh, oh yeah yeah (laughs)
1: oh uh, uh, so
0: speaking of blacking out lauren this movie that we watched today as you heard in the intro it is once upon a forest i forgot a lot about this movie
1: but same. once
0: i started watching i haven't seen it in like in its entirety since i was probably like 10
1: yeah i was gonna say the same i, I may have watched it like once uh bef- between then and now but it, not yeah. enough i was probably drunk we were probably like let's watch good movies yeah let's watch
0: know? once upon a forest yeah <clears throat> yeah but it was all on VHS, so you had to like find your v- your VCR and fucking pop in the tape. And
1: well, I have the DVD. I've had that for a few years.
0: Yeah, uh, I bought it for my sister and her kids.
1: A few oh, years really? Back. Yeah. I, <laughs> it was on. in like the five dollar bin at Walmart. Yeah. Like, <laughs>
0: I mean, so uh, once upon a forest. If you're not familiar, it's a movie that came out in 1993. Cartoon movie. It's a story about a group of rodent friends who must leave their home in search of herbs to help heal a baby badger played by young Elizabeth Moss. Kind of yes. the gist of it. So this movie was uh produced by Hanna Barbera, which I did not know. It's the same people who did like the Flintstones,
1: the Jetsons, yeah. like things like when that. When I, I actually paid attention this time to like uh credits and shit. So when I saw that it was Hanna Barbera, I was like, Oh. Yeah. Which is so weird because it is not the normal Hanna Barbera style. Like not when you all. think that, you think like the boomerang cartoons, yep. you know. And I think that this was I think that this was the last feature film. That Hanna Barbera made.
0: It sounds like it was because that this thing bombed in the box well, office. So it might have. It might have been like.
1: In their defense, it did come out the same uh, week as Jurassic Park.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I understand that. I did see. I did read that. Those are two totally separate movies with two totally separate audiences. I feel like it shouldn't have affected it at all, in my opinion. Because if you want to go see a cartoon, you want to go see a cartoon movie. If you want to go see Jurassic Park, you go see Jurassic Park.
1: But the people with the ability to. T- to go to the movie theater
0: <laughs> who took their who took their kids to jurassic park instead yeah
1: but if you have to it, honestly if you had to choose <laughs> between taking your kids to go see once upon a forest and like going to see jurassic park yourself like if you had to oh. choose one you know you're gonna go see jurassic yeah park.
0: jurassic park is one of my favorites growing up but yeah absolutely but if i wanted to go see a cartoon movie this is an amazing cartoon i enjoyed watching this again oh i, love this, I so love this movie i absolutely
1: love this movie which is why I wanted to review it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, my top two cartoon movies growing up, like, nostalgia-wise, are The Great Mouse Detectives, number one, yes. and then Once Upon a Forest. And just because, yes. like, like, the scenes in Once Upon a Forest, they're so, they just stick in your fucking brain. Like, they
1: absolutely do. The
0: poisonous gas that infects the forest in the beginning, and the guys in the big yellow suits, like the scary guys, and the great yellow dragons, which turned out to be construction equipment to the animals. Like, those yep. scenes, I'm like, oh my god, I forgot. Yeah, it, or happened.
1: or the um with the bird funeral, I had totally forgotten yeah. <laughs> that any of that happened at all. I'll look at the bird that.
0: funeral in a minute. Yes, um, as we said before, the film was a box office bomb. It only grossed six point six million against its budget of thirteen million. Whoops, which is uh oh well, too bad. But it uh, yeah. I think it, it way exceeded its budget in VHS sales. Oh, did it? Yeah. Like, they were they were very surprised at how well it did in the VHS market. I mean, that's where I first saw it was, obviously, because I was three when it came out, but...
1: Yeah, yeah, I've definitely either... I think we probably rented it from
0: oh, headquarters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yo yeah,
1: 100%. <laughs> uh, this movie, and, and I think Fern Gully are, like, the two yep. that stand out for me I uh, from them. my childhood. Yeah, well, Fern Gully is a little more... Um, uh on the darker side of the same topic the darker that side they're of. both dark <laughs> no i know but like this one had like it's just a little bit more intense from what i remember like Ye- fern gully yeah. like digs a little bit deeper into like environmental issues whereas this is just kind of so Once like- what a like forest
0: it's- is for like five-year-olds fern gully was for like eight-year-olds i guess like it kind of has that small gap where you can comprehend yeah. a little more maybe
1: yeah, it just goes a little bit deeper, whereas this, like, uh, Once Upon a Forest is more, like, the backtone of, of the movie is, uh, like, environmental. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it covers so many different types of, like, environmental impact, but the overarching theme is, like, friendship friendship, and growing and, and, like... And
0: save the forest. And save the forest. And don't accidentally spill poisonous gas into the forest. And yeah. that's, well, that's what happens, by the way, people, is a truck runs off the road from a piece of glass
1: that somebody littered that's that somebody how littered. all of this started somebody fucking littered, somebody littered. and then the entire forest died yeah. that's what happens
0: yeah it, it's so dark it's so dark because this movie reminds me of ferngully and it also reminds me in terms of darkness uh the brave little toaster mm, mm-hmm. so in terms of how sad this movie was we talked about the bird funeral for a little bit earlier Okay, so what happens is they they come upon this bird funeral, which is like a jazz funeral in this instance. It's got... Yeah, it's more... It's like a
1: gospel kind it's, it's, of feel it's a jazz to funeral.
0: it. It's a New Orleans jazz funeral. A, yeah. That's exactly what it is.
1: Oh, I don't know.
0: And they come to the part of the swamp or whatever the fuck it is, and they are they have like a... Uh, just like a Basically like a church. And did you notice the church, instead of a stained glass window, it's a, co- a wet cobweb? Yes. It, like, yes, so, I did. I love that. I never noticed that so before. Cool. That's awesome. But anyway, they're holding this New Orleans jazz funeral for the death of their son, who's not dead yet. He got stuck in the mud and he's slowly
1: drowning <laughs> just in his feet. That's the only part that's stuck, but they can't get him
0: out. It's so fucking funny. I'm like, "Wait, were you going to watch your son drown to death over the period of hours in this thick mud while you yeah. all just sang and told stories about the guy who's still alive?" Like that was so fucked up.
1: Like did they even like try anything no, to they get did him out? <laughs>
0: It took, a, it took the strength of a little teeny tiny mole and his
1: two pals to just and pry a little bit. And rat and hedgehog Rat friend. and
0: hedgehog <laughs> rodents. Jesus. Oh, that's not rodents.
1: Yeah. Well, they're all rodents.
0: Uh, another aspect about this movie. I remember watching it as a kid and then afterwards I wanted to go outside and try and build shit with leaves yeah. and sticks. Because the way I, they build it looked so good.
1: Yes, yes, same. I used to do that shit, too. I'd be out in the woods, make little houses.
0: Yeah, or a giant flying contraption.
1: Oh, yeah, that, too. I think that this is, uh, after watching this movie, I went through, like, a, I'm air quoting, like, inventor phase. Basically, my mom got me a hot glue <laughs> gun with, like, different colored glues. And I glued a shit ton of popsicle sticks together, yeah. like, into all sorts of different stuff. And I would, like, throw things out my window to see if they would fly. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
0: I did that too. I my brave <laughs> little on the second floor. What is it? The flying. What do they call it? The flying wingy thing. The flying wing. The flying wingamah thing. Flying wingamah thing. I think that's it.
1: Yeah. Did they make
0: toys of that? For some reason, in my brain. I feel they like I, they. They might have.
1: I I actually think there might have been like a Burger King or McDonald's toy that went along with this. I I yeah, want or possible. like something that was that similar type of like quality. Like I think I remember having something like a small flying wing-a-thing or something when I was <laughs> younger.
0: Flying wing-a-thing. I like reading the synopsis about it and it actually says flying wing-a-thing or whatever and I'm like, "Oh my
1: god." Yes. And I love that it took like this was literally the flying wing-a-thing you learn in the very beginning of the movie is the lifelong project of of um, the what's the his old, name the
0: old uncle the, the teacher. old
1: uncle badger the uncle old badger. uncle badger man um edgar no that's the mole nope, that's um, the mole <laughs> <laughs> doesn't I matter don't remember. yeah whatever um his lifelong work was making a uh like a little model a wind-up model yeah yeah a wind-up model of the flying wuma thing and at it, like at the end of this movie or like in order to get one of the herbs the fucking rodents <laughs> the fucking rodents build it in like two hours. Yeah.
0: What? <laughs> the furlings. They're called furlings. Oh yeah,
1: the furl we should call them furlings, not rodents. <laughs> <laughs> they're
0: basically rodents.
1: Well, you're not wrong. Um the fucking furlings build an actual life-size model, working model of this flying wing thing.
0: In like the best building montage I remember as a kid.
1: Yeah. Still the it's best. Awesome. One. <laughs> yes. The music is great. Like
0: <laughs> Yeah, so okay, here's the thing about the music. Did you care for? There was like two actual like songs that were sung. There was uh, only, I think there was only two. The rest was just like you know you know yeah songs like yeah. yeah yeah. What did you think about those two songs? I felt like they were a little unnecessary.
1: So the the song with the Uncle Badger Man at yeah. the beginning, wake up, I think it's called.
0: Yeah, the very uh, where sad he's song. Singing, wake up.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's singing to Michelle. Uh, for the the voice actor, I don't remember his name, but um. He actually had a really hard time singing that song because he was singing it, like, in the perspective of an adult, like, singing it to a child. Oh, who's, so like, he,
0: unconscious? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
1: he, like, was actually choking up, like, singing that song yeah. when they were recording. Um, I don't think that that song was necessarily at, like, necessary at all yeah. in in that movie. It was kind of pointless to me. Like, the, ba- like the music made sense, the, so- the song makes sense, but... They ended up cutting like 10 minutes of this movie. I would have rather seen uh, another 10 minutes of, I think Glenn Close was.
0: uh, Um, It wasn't Glenn Close, but I know what you're talking about. Somebody was supposed to have a full part in it and it just got cut. I think it was Glenn
1: Close. I I think I remember reading that. I
0: don't remember the name Glenn Close, but.
1: But but like their entire part got cut. Like I'd much rather see something with that than like five minutes wasted on a dumb song that doesn't have anything to pertain. Hey, it's not dumb. It's dumb. The, it I had, did like the bird movie, the birds uh, song though. The the funeral song. Yeah, I like the funeral. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I didn't mind the first song, the wake up song, because if you listen to the words, it was kind of like, "Hey, it's I'm sad. I'm yeah, it's sad. He's like, I hey, I'm old." I'm the one that should be in your position. I should be the one dying. I've lived my life. You're you're still new. You're a young kid. You still have your whole life to live. And it's like, oh, my God, I don't remember those lyrics as a kid.
1: Well, we probably didn't understand them when we were kids. We were just watching the cartoons. But
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, no. I didn't mind it. It's fine. And they sang one at the end. I think it's the credit song, isn't it? Or like near the end. There's two oh, songs that are song. Yeah. I know there are only like two.
1: I guess it would... What, is it, like, a different version of Wake Up at the end? No, no, I don't... no.
0: It's, it's something happier.
1: Oh. Yeah, I don't remember.
0: And by the way, you can tell this wasn't a Disney movie, because in the beginning when they show Michelle, the young badger, her dead parents...
1: Oh, my God.
0: ...in the gas, yes. they show it. I, I didn't realize
1: that. I'm They're like, literally the just, like, dead at the kitchen table. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, this movie actually speaking of sad things, this movie is like the reason that I won't like leave home or get off the phone without telling my loved ones that I love them. Because or <laughs> like giving like them a hug the goodbye. Road. No, because uh, fucking Edgar, the mole, leaves his home. He's like, I'm going to be late for classes. Mom's like, well, can I get a a kiss goodbye? goodbye?" Yeah, Yeah, and he's like, I don't have time. And he runs away. And then the whole (laughs) fucking forest dies. And he's like, I should have just fucking kissed my mom. I'm always like, I should. You know, you just tell everyone you love them. Because you never know when the last time you can tell them that is. It is
0: literally so sad. Right? Yeah. When you think, well, basically, because you think everybody's dead. Yeah, they only show yeah. Michelle's parents, but you think the whole rodent town? It's a whole town, by the way. Like rodents. It's a meadow. Creatures. It's
1: a, it's a meadow. Yeah, it's all meadow. meadow
0: critters. Meadow critters. Yeah. Yep. Um. We have what? Maybe we have one bad guy really, and that's the big owl, the one-eyed owl.
1: Yeah, the one-eyed owl. I, I would maybe uh, consider that other uh, mouse, yeah, rat guy thinking, from the meadow but... a protagonist. He's kind I... of an asshole. He's yeah, like the asshole that every movie needs.
0: Yeah. But this owl, when the, when the owl started shrieking and making the noises, it, like, hit a, something in my brain. I was like, oh, my God, I forgot about how, like, yeah. the noises it makes.
1: Yeah, and I actually really like that scene and yeah. the fact that, like, how she uses, uh, like, the magnifying glass or whatever it to was, like, him. the looking glass to scare him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I really like how well done that whole uh, owl, that whole owl scene is.
0: Yeah, I kind of wish it had, like, the owl, the owl doesn't even come back, does it?
1: Um, I don't think so,
0: no, but you would think it would to kind of when they're returning home, it was gonna be another yeah part of instead of they
1: get hit by a lightning storm, yeah, they
0: get in a fucking storm and they're flying wing with a thing. they go super fucking high, did you notice why did they go that
1: high? <laughs> uh, beats me, Robbie, <laughs> they're rats, I know why, why how are why are rats going all the way up the same fucking the height that uh airplanes are. yeah they were
0: up in the clouds they were up in the atmosphere like they were
1: above the clouds they were above yeah. them they came back down through them and that's when they I hit know. a fucking lightning storm
0: that's insane like for a distance to another meadow that they had to go to which took them what two days yeah. a day they had to fly that high to fly back like wait, what you could have just what? flown at ground level
1: <laughs> they probably could have gone up to the top of that cliff Like, that they found the flower on, and then just, like, glided all the way back to their
0: meadow. (laughs) These two meadows are probably on the same piece of property in some farmer. (laughs) Just, like, the opposite sides of the house. Like, it wasn't far at all.
1: Yep. Although Um. they did, I really, they they actually did kind of travel far. Because they had to travel to the edge of the meadow. They had to go across, like, that desolate area that the owl was in. Yeah. Which got them to the pond area that the... birds were in and then they had to go through another desolate area where all the yellow dragons were and then they fell down through a uh, sewer grate and went through the sewer system to another meadow
0: (laughs) okay so by the way why was there a sewer grate in the middle of a like a starting up construction site
1: so that is a catch basin it's for storm runoff which and it leads out out of an outfall which is what they came out of those are very common there it's in the middle of the woods. Well, if it was a construction site, you have to have drainage, yeah.
0: Yeah, but there were sewage pipes running underneath a brand new construction site. That's what I'm saying. They were breaking ground. They weren't there.
1: Well, it could have already, they could have already, like, put, been, it could have been an existing sewer pipe. It was just weird. Sewer pipe, There are plenty of, there are plenty of, like, pipes that go out through meadows and shit.
0: Yeah, it just, it just seemed very out of place, like, very random.
1: I liked, I liked that they brought it in, though, because they really did hit, like, so many different topics of environmental like impact you know what i mean so they have they had meadows in there they had like a forest in there they showed littering they showed gas they went back in time to show like pesticides (laughs) traps like (laughs) yeah traps pesticides they go they go through the storm system and that shows people that hey like runoff goes into like actual environmental areas like it doesn't always go to a treatment plant to get treated i just think that this is this movie is ahead of its time
0: <laughs> well i think we should have been
1: paying i think they should show this to trump and he should watch it and then he'll be all about saving <laughs> He'd have the no he'll clue. be like these fucking mice what we have to save them
0: he, would, he would have no clue what to do with those, no. those little rodents
1: but it would put it in terms he could So you're saying
0: mice can talk that's what I'm getting from this.
1: <laughs>
0: Are they Chinese mice? I don't get it.
1: Oh, God. I just... All right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one of the things
0: this movie got dinged for was they thought the the environmental thing was maybe a little too much for kids, but I think most kids just kind of overlooked it anyway for the most part.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's more for the parents.
0: <laughs> yeah. If I was it, a
1: parent watching this, I'd be like, fuck yeah, this is was. great.
0: Um, one of the other things it got dinged for was the... The graphics like the cartoon style and i never i really? don't know why i never had a problem with it they said it was too generic but i'm like it's, it was produced by hanna-barbera it did the opposite yeah. of what they usually do and it was yeah, good i, I thought it was good animation
1: i like this anime i like that style of animation yeah very like, much. i have i have no problem with that
0: uh that brings me to the ratings oh, so there's only ratings on two sites of course imdb has this at a 6.5 out of 10 which okay. i think is fine Cartoon movie. movie, yeah, yeah, it's not bad.
1: I'd rate it a seven, but yeah, maybe an eight.
0: uh Rotten Tomatoes, its critic rating is a twenty-two percent. Oh, yeah, a lot of assholes, a lot of assholes on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. What
1: the fuck?
0: And that's out of twenty-three reviews by critics.
1: That's I don't know if that's good or not. But, but the
0: the audience score kind of aligns more with IMDb at sixty-eight percent.
1: All right, good. And that's
0: over six thousand ratings. So we know who's right. Yeah,
1: obvi- this is um, This deserves way more than, yeah. excuse me, 22. Critics can go fuck themselves. Yeah, although I am glad that they changed the name because the original name of this movie was called The Endangered.
0: <laughs> Animal Extinction.
1: <laughs> yeah. So Once Upon a Forest is a little oh, more mu- kid-friendly. So much,
0: so much better. It has a soundtrack, by the way, that I found on eBay. Does it? Yeah.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: It's like a $20 CD. It's crazy. <laughs>
1: Well, CDs are $20. Not from know, 1994. Like, no, but back in the day, they were that much.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying now, you wouldn't think it would worth anything. Anytime
1: I buy a CD, I automatically think it's $20. That's Not that I buy CDs anymore. Any CDs I buy, they're thrift stores and they're like 50 cents.
0: Yep, <laughs> Or you go to FYE, where they're like $2 a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm, Good
1: mm-hmm. Store.
0: Anyway, Lauren, out of five, what would you give this movie?
1: Out of five, I would give this movie a... Th- 3.75
0: i gave it a four it has so much nostalgia for me i just can't give it anything less than a four the only thing i would say is maybe a little longer would have been nice i think it should have been longer
1: yeah i if it had left in that 10 minutes that it cut out it yeah. probably would have gotten a four from me
0: 10 the, the extra 10 minutes or bring back the owl for one last like hey fuck one you. last round yeah i think, I think instead
1: of I think instead of doing that thunderstorm at the end, they should have had the owl. fucking owl will, like swoop in and like grab it and then have them fall. That's
0: out. what I thought happened. That's what I thought when the when they started getting dark over them, I thought that was the shadow of the owl of the owl. And I was like, oh yeah, it's right. The owl's back. And I was like, wait, the owl's not fucking back. Like what? Okay. They really missed the mark on that. They really did miss the mark. We're not gonna rate our drinks because they're whatever. They're not on our B rating scale. Gin and it's tonics are amazing. It's peanut butter. <laughs> that just about wraps it up for this episode of the dirty 30 you can find the brew interviews on our instagram account at the brew interviews or on twitter at brew interviews you can also send us an email at the brew interviews at gmail.com or on facebook under the brew interviews and if you feel so inclined you can head over to our patreon page at patreon.com slash the brew interviews and become part of the brew interviews family just like these few people hillary mitch steph karen danny Jess and the Wreck My Podcast crew, thank you very much for supporting the show. Also, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps us out. We got a new five-star rating on iTunes, but they didn't leave a comment, so I have no clue who it was. So if that was you, let us know. Maybe we'll send you a sticker.
1: We will send you a sticker or a pin, uh, whatever you want. Yeah, or write a review. That'd be cool, too.
0: Yeah. For the Brew Reviews, I'm Robbie. And I'm Lauren. Good night. Good night. This has been the Brew Interviews, a podcast about craft beers coast to coast with Lauren and Robbie.
1: Actually, speaking of sad things, I don't think I've had anything that thick in my mouth.